I'm I'm good with whatever volume you choose as long as mine is louder. Yours is always oh yeah I know my place. I know my place. Yours could be like a mousy little voice in the background. That would be fine. Yeah, yeah. I always put a little mouse. Yeah, sort of a mini a mini mouse uh, effect on right. my voice when we go live. Over go here, over, over here. here. Hey, hey! Like jumping up and down with my. Hey, Kevin, listen <laughs> to me. Listen to me. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, Mark, because I'm not sure if anything has happened. As usual, we live in the world, and the world has things that happen every time that we get together. It's like the world is just stationary and we're just revolving around it. That's that's really how I feel about how little is happening in our planet these days. It's, right. It's Nothing of bizarre. significance, right? something it is it's a it's a touchy subject depending on uh everything any yeah. whatever words you use do you to think maybe we it. could just say everybody knows what it is and we're not I touching it with a 10-foot pole buddy knows what it is let's just say this you shouldn't hurt other people right i know i was going to say i mourn anytime uh, innocent people lose their lives. I know. I feel right? like I have a feeling. So um, I'm not going any further than that, really, because, um, you know, there was a good Onion um, headline that, that said that basically the Onion had all these things, but they decided to go with the view that would get them the least flack. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. Well, I had a thought on this, too, which was like basically every argument you have, not that you should have an argument. The, right. the, simple, the simple fact is that, it's about it's it's awful oh yeah I, and and no there are doubt. awful people yeah and then there are not awful people right and even some of the non-awful people aren't perfect people but they're not right evil people yeah and those not awful people are suffering which is tends to be quite common in there and of course you know the 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 thing that happens that just compounds us so it's never going to end in my lifetime it seems yeah is that the people who are not so awful, who are innocent, are impacted by this constantly to the point where they become a little more awful a little towards more the awful. other one, yeah, right? Yeah. They're just so angry at the other. It's like that, ratcheting up one more, one more. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. then the the other's life is not life is not worth anything. It's not it as important. It slowly whittles yes. away to then being not yeah. worth anything. Because, exactly. Yeah. And, and so the thing that came to mind to me was like, not that you should ever... I mean, okay, so if you try to dissect this... At all to go like, well, so and so was kind of has kind of really haven't had an oppressive sort of viewpoint and and stance against so and so, like whatever. Um, then as soon as you've said that, that's all true, right? But then as soon as you've said that, that doesn't that's not like the end of the problem, no, because then it's like, well, yeah, but so and so, right, did this mm-hmm. and was lobbing things over and doing awful things in this. And then you go back in history and history, history and every time you leapfrog over your own justification for yeah. why so-and-so did something lame mm-hmm. and the other, and, and blah, blah, blah. And next, and you know, and what brought us here right. has all has just, is just like a stair step of like stepping over right. each other for things. You yeah. Know? I just, you know, um, I just went back to, uh, I think it was a Vox video talking about kind of the origins of it. And it was from, I don't know, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. And basically they could have just said today. It could have been today. And right, it wouldn't yeah. have changed. It wouldn't have, wouldn't have been any different. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. And the first comment under it in YouTube was, we should just bookmark this for the next time, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and right. Which is, which is really? how, how depressing is it that is depressing. for this situation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you just go back and you're like, man, there were a lot of people that really have um, gotten the shaft on this over, a hundred years, approximately. I mean, I know it goes back further than that, Even, but really, yeah, yeah, the yeah. the the kind of the fight over that territory really kind of really comes yeah. to a head about a hundred years ago. Yeah, or so. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and what's also interesting, maybe a little more than a hundred years ago. 
Yeah, but uh, like the twenties, maybe nineteen teens yeah, or twenties. Yeah, the sort of like yes, yeah. I remember reading some timelines around like sort of a World War One era, and mm-hmm. then started to, and then there are all these policies, and the British got involved at a certain point, and blah. blah and then blah. the British is like, "We're we're out we're of here, out of guys. Here. Yeah. We're walking away." Right. Um. Uh. The other thing that comes to mind with this, though, is, um, so, so, I, so, so here's so I so I come over, and I burn your porch down. Yeah. Like I'm just going to come on your name. I'm living yeah. next door. Right. And I come over and burn your porch down. I think we're pretty much, and, and everyone kind of already likes me a little bit more anyway, <laughs> right. let's just say, yeah. because I'm a little richer. I've got a little more going on. You're better looking. I'm better looking. Right. <laughs> Although they don't really like me because the neighborhood doesn't like my kind exactly. Oh, right, we're right. a little bit yeah. on a tightrope. Yes. But they kind of like, there's, yeah. uh, it's a little getting a little better. And but they like me because I have a lot more money and I do this and that and there's some more like sort of things, and um um, and then I burn your porch. I mean uh uh, uh I'm sorry. You come over and burn. I should say that the other way around. You come over and burn my porch right. down. And I'm and everyone's like, well, that was lame, Kevin. Yeah. What the heck did you do that for? Yeah. Super lame. But then I come over and bulldoze your home with your family in it. Right. They're, I don't. How long are people gonna go? Like, hey, I kind of I agree that, that he shouldn't have come, right. and that was super, super horrible what he did. But at the same time, like, I can't get behind. Like, I'm I'm trying to get behind you, Kevin. I'm trying to sit, keep hold the party line, and like say we're behind you 100. Right. But things are starting to get like super harsh. Like, you can't even though you have just right. justifications yeah. here. Oh yeah. Well, Not you know, I mean, far, maybe. Uh, you know, I don't know how long that's going to last. It's it's crazy because for how how long have people been saying they need to come to the table and compromise, and neither side wants to do that, no, right? Wants to compromise. Uh, but your two options are mm-hmm. no. There's th- there's three options. One, compromise. Mm-hmm. Two, fight forever. Three, one annihilates the other. Yeah, yeah. And the first one is the only good one. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's not great, right? You're oh, yeah. like nobody gets what they want in a compromise fully. Right. That's what a compromise is. Right, right. But is it better than, you know, your kids living in poverty and not being able to go to school or living, you know, uh, you know, in a in a place where you're in constant fear of rocket attacks or yeah. whatever. I just I'm like, man, it's compromise. It's like I don't know why what what it is. I mean, it's it's certainly similar in tone to the rhetoric with our own politicians yeah. of how they're never going to right, compromise right, right, right. because the other one's the enemy and it's like they don't have to be your enemy right it doesn't have to be right. this way we just no. it, you might have to get the thing is like you're gonna have to call someone has to be the first one to compromise mm-hmm. like to, to set the tone to compromise and then and and that's not going to solve all the problems you're going to give up some stuff right but the fact is like we will all get used to this. Right. Like it will become, and it's the same thing. You're like you said with our politicians. It's like, you know, hey, like if you just stop being like this and overdoing and 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 being so hardline right. that everything has to go your way. I mean, you don't do that in like two year olds. Right. Do that. No. There's, there's everything has to be my way, yeah. and you get nothing that you want, or right. else I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna like meltdowns for Mark, the rest of the afternoon. I want all your smarties. Yeah. And I'm not going to give you anything in return. So just give me your Smarties. If you don't give me your Smarties, I'm punching you in the face and taking all your candy. Yeah, for the rest. So, of, right. Yeah. This is and the, then and then when your kids have candy, I'm taking their candy and punching them in the I face too. I give you some of my Smarties, but I really like Smarties, and right. I, I, I mean, I'll be like, no, all of them or none of them. Right. It's and the other thing with this is, um, you know, I, it's true that American politics are are is it's ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. But, um. When we're like what ten days into this right now, yeah, maybe, maybe two weeks at the most, right. not even two weeks, I don't think. And there are people like you're seeing news organizations, organizations, and other people already starting to talk about the policy in response as right. ethnic cleansing. Yeah, that's these are kind of words like you don't want to go. You don't want right. that stuff no. like stamped on you, right? Like at all. Like no. you want to, yeah, you want to like get mad, and yes, yeah. it's hard to to find people who are hiding among the populace. I mean, the Khmer Rouge did that. I mean, it's, it's just a quagmire. Right. And I understand. And you're, but instead, and you're bordered against them instead of being halfway right. across the world like us. So it's and I, I've certainly had friends uh, who would really argue strongly for both sides of this conflict. 
you know, um, I have Jewish friends are who, who are very pro-Israel, and I have Jewish friends who aren't pro-Israel. Assuming we and, were talking about those countries. Right. <laughs> Assuming. If, if that was what we were talking if about. If that was what this conversation was And then, I, of course, about. there's plenty of people who are, you know, think that uh, Israel is, you know, an oppressive state that is, yeah. whatever, you know, like, we know where this goes. Um, and they can always argue. Yeah. As you said, like a strong reason for why they should retaliate in some way. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't know. It's a, you know, like, like you said, it it reminds me of of other things where, you know, a lot of the gang violence that we've had in the past has been like a tit for tat thing. Oh yeah. Well, you killed Joey, so I'm killing, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it never ends till somebody says, I'm not retaliating. Yeah, we're not going to retaliate. Like, yes, you killed my friend, but yeah. I'm not going to kill any yeah. more of your it people. Right. And and so yeah. somebody doesn't get to get even. Yeah. <clears throat> somebody doesn't get to get even. Yeah. And, and, and obviously like we're talking about, it's funny because it's, it's, you know, we're talking about some obviously seriously horrifying and horrible things that happened and are mm-hmm. now continuing to happen on a, on a grander and grander scale oh, yeah. as we build up. So it's, it's, it's not making light in any way of any of this, but it makes me think in some ways, and I, I like to boil things down to simplifications um, to sometimes. And I, I think about my two kids, you know, I've got two daughters and, you know, you know, one of them will be, well, this is kind of, we're kind of past this now, but say a few years ago, one of them would be just awful, 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 awful over and over again. And the other one will hit her. Right. And I'm like, you're in trouble. Right. You, you can't hit her. Yep. You know, it's just like, you just can't, but she's this, that. And it's like, I get it. I get the list. Right. I know the list. And I could have, def- I could have come at, I could have said something right. to her, but then you hit her. Right. And now like I got, you're in trouble too. Well, and that, it feels like we're at that. Right. We're starting to get to that point where it's like, this is beyond just going like, Hey, we're mad. And this yeah. was horrible. And we got to do something. I, I mean, I, I, I play hockey and I coach my son's hockey team and uh, you play against other players that are dirty mm-hmm. and they're doing things all the time, but not yeah. getting caught. And you finally get fed up and you do something back to him yeah. and the ref sees it always. And you go to the penalty box and yeah. you're like, but what about it? And the ref's like, <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Right. So, you know, like you yeah. cannot do that mm-hmm. period. But, you know, yeah, I mean, that's just, it's human nature to want revenge, right? I mean, it, it, it takes a uh, truly uh, enlightened, I think, is the right word maybe, person or group of people to say, we're not getting revenge. We're going to, you know, like you hear about that every once in a while when somebody's, you know, uh, guilty of murder and they're on death row and the family of the murder victim is like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want him to die. Yeah, yeah Right? Yeah. Like, let's, I would rather, you know, try to rehabilitate this person, try to, you know, get something positive out of it than like two dead people. Yeah. Right. And, and I, I can just see though, like I, can you imagine if it was you, like how, how enlightened would I be? I don't don't know know if I'd be super. Yeah. Well, actually that said, now that you've mentioned that you've really brought to light, I thought, I don't think I'm going to retaliate for you burning down my porch. No, it was an ugly porch. It was an ugly porch. Yeah. It was, there was some rotted wood. Well, it was uh, nice. It was a nice porch. (laughs) Now it's ugly. <laughs> no, it's ugly. Like, we bet we're gonna have to we're gonna have to agree to disagree about my ugly porch. I mean, my beautiful. Well, I mean, porch. after I burned it, it's ugly. It is now. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But former porch, I remember it fondly as a beautiful porch. Of course, that, sound, that sounds like my son with everything. We're, we're we're like we got rid of that thing, and he's like, oh, but that was my favorite thing ever. And you're like, it was like a. <laughs> black squiggle yeah. on a torn piece of paper where you like you cut out seven things out of this piece of paper how is it so important that you destroyed it for all your other uses but now i can't get rid of it i know i know it's special to me that was my kid my kids learned when they learned those words it was just like game over mm-hmm. what how do i get around this it was years at it but it's special to would, me would all it's human not. beings be hoarders if we didn't teach them not to be yeah uh wow that's an interesting question because I, I think my kid would have kept every toy, every book, yeah, uh, everything with any bit of nostalgia whatsoever. It does that. That does beg the question, though. Like, if you didn't teach a per, a kid how to clean up after themselves, right? Like, okay, maybe happen, you told them right? a couple of times, but you didn't really enforce right. it. Like, you're like, uh, you know, once in a while, you kind of taught them. Like, this is how you scrub down a a sink, you know, whatever. Yeah. This is how you wa- wash your clothes. Taught them once. 
and but you didn't really enforce it every day and make it a big thing. You just sort of like it just would they just move like go on to be slobs? And I think pigs? so. I think they would. I think so too. I think I think the house would be a foot deep with garbage. Yeah, and they yeah. would only like pick up stuff when it was like maybe disgusting. Uh, so is it is like a hoarder a person whose parents just didn't like <laughs> right. yell at them enough to like clean their room? <laughs> right. There were no consequences. There were no consequences. I just could do whatever. I could throw all my Kit Kat wrappers on the floor. I I do have a, a childhood friend who his room was like that. And, uh, you know, you used to walk into it and he would yell at you for walking on his stuff. And you're like, it, your your entire room yeah. is stuff. There mm-hmm. is no floor. And he's like, you're supposed to shuffle. And I was like, I'm not shuffling. You don't want me to walk in your stuff? Then pick up your stuff. You do that but, so you don't get stung by a stingray. <laughs> you shuffle. You don't shuffle in someone's bedroom. But he still kind of hoards. I bet. Like, like everything is like, everything he has was, well, it was a good deal. How could I say no? <laughs> I have a friend named Sam whose bedroom was like that. He was on the second floor and it was like a, it was a ramshackle house and his, and it was his dad only. And he lived with his dad and his dad was not, his dad did not care at all. His dad was not, you know, if you're a single parent, you know, I, and some, some people are, some people are first of all, to begin with more that way than other people. Yeah. Right. Like I like my stuff to be, I would rather have nothing. I, I was just thinking on my way home today that I didn't want anything anymore. I wanted mm. everything I owned to go away. Yeah. And I could just start again. And I would just get the few things that I want. Like I want something that can play music, uh-huh. some some things to eat with mm-hmm. and drink with, you know, but there's not a whole lot of stuff. A few changes of clothes. That's about it. Yeah. You're just enough so I don't have to do laundry mm-hmm. daily. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I need to have laundry. Because I just said I want don't want to do laundry every day, but you know, uh, it would be fine if someone just came to my house and took my laundry and brought it back. Then I wouldn't need laundry, right? I have a laundry service. Woohoo! Right, that's yeah. even less things I need. But I was just thinking how I just don't want things, but yeah. uh, a lot of people do. We also want live things. in a place where you have to have things. So if I was living in New York City, let's say, mm, yeah, in an apartment, right? <clears throat> you don't need things. You just don't need things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's true. Like, what do you need? You need maybe like, maybe you got a bike and that's your big thing. A, a chair. Maybe a this chair. paddle game. Yeah. This ashtray. Totally. Yeah. And this lamp. <laughs> this lamp. <laughs> Nothing else. That's Nothing all I need. That's all I need. <laughs> um, if, you, um, if you lived in New York City, for instance, or whatever, you don't, I don't think you do need that much stuff. Mm. You, need, you need a couple pairs of shoes. You need some clothes. Yeah. You need uh, a pair of running shoes, you know, whatever, all that. You might right. get a bike. They're big items are probably a bike. Right. And, um, and, and, and what's interesting, but you probably do need some nice clothes because you're going to be going out and you're going right. to stuff. Whereas here, it doesn't matter what you – I mean, you do have to have nice clothes because you have to have nice technical clothes. Right. But your clothes themselves, nobody cares at all what you're wearing. <laughs> right. I mean, doesn't matter at all. I, I think there's some 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 people coming to town that care what they wear. Yeah, but I don't care what they wear. Uh, our friend Jeremy, uh, he he dresses really well. He dresses cool and stuff. And I don't know how he gets the energy because right. I used to dress really cool, uh, but I lived in New York and I lived in L.A. and I lived in London and these places, right? And you'd go out, and that's where you wanted to look cool and stuff. Here, I'm just, and I don't look bad, but I'm also not like like I always like I want a pair of pants that I can go from. At being at my desk to either cross country skiing or working on my house, right? Like that's what I need to be able to do all the time. And and I don't, I have to say that I don't think I ever did well at dressing cool. Um, when I tried, I think it was actually worse than when I didn't. <laughs> so I've gone back to not trying <laughs> I, until until my wife Shelby says. This is terrible. It's got to go. You really got to get rid of but this. But she did throw away all my ugly sweaters, and now they're in, and I'm really angry that I don't have any ugly yeah, sweaters. Tough, now you have yeah. to pay a lot of money for ugly sweaters. I should probably get rid of stuff too, but, um, it's, but you know, once you have it, right? It's like, oh, you have but see, it. that's the thing. That's the hoarder thing, right? So I could have kept all of that mm-hmm. stuff, and I could. There's a whole bunch of things I could go through. <clears throat> and my friend, who I think is kind of a hoarder, is right in that all this stuff has a use. That's the problem, right? Mm-hmm. It does all have a use. Yeah potentially yeah i just can't use all of it yeah right all the time i i do think and the other thing about that is that um you have two choices with things you can either throw them away well three you can either throw them away you can thrift them or you can sell them um and there's this there's this stuff that that 
is too nice to thrift um, and way too nice to give away. Too nice to thrift, but you really want to sit there and try to like post Ugh. stuff online. So you keep I it. I know. You're right. I've got some stuff. That I I'm do like, that too. I can make like, I, okay, if it's like, and I don't want to sound like I'm Mr. Richie Rich because I'm not. I'd love to just give it all away. And right. I've had, a, I know some rich friends will just like take it. I don't you know, care. Yeah. I, I, have, I have some yeah. some stuff from yeah, yeah. <laughs> from people like that. Wealthy friends. <laughs> right. It's like, take it. And I'm like, this is this is great for you. But I want to be able, I'd love to be able to do that. But instead, I look at it and go like, you know, okay, I'll hold on to it. I could get 30 bucks for this. Maybe. Right. So I hold on to it for like four years. I'm like, okay, now I'm going to get rid of it. I just, it's too much. Yeah. But then there is a threshold where you're not going to do it. You can't, yeah. it's like, I can't, I don't have time to post it. Nobody buys right. stuff here anyway. And so it's just going away. It's just going to go away. Yeah. And I got to do something. But there are some couple things that are several hundred dollars. And you're like, I can't just give that away. Yeah. It's I know. Real money. Yep. I, if I could only find the time to I know we've held, we've held on to like, say, some of Alexander's sporting equipment. Because you're like, these would go for a hundred bucks somewhere. Yeah. But you have to find somebody in the Flathead Valley who plays the sport. Yeah. That needs his size. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you're like, you try the Facebook Marketplace and you try Craigslist, and then I'm like, and, no, uh, and like, nobody buys stuff right, here. It's a no. weird place. I mean, you will. There's certain things, but so much stuff does not get sold here. So anyway, that's what we do. I have another question for you. I have mm. a question for you though. I'm going to change topics for yeah, a second here. Yeah, change topics. Um, <clears throat> could you please quickly explain to me, um, uh, Taylor Swift? No, the answer is no, I can't explain and Taylor Swift. what the hell has Madonna done to herself? I don't know. These are my you two tell me. big questions of the I evening. I didn't know Madonna had done anything to herself. Do I need to look up Madonna right now? Google Madonna okay. right now. All right. I'm, okay, I'm, now I'm, let's think about Madonna. For, let's go back to Madonna. Madonna's incredible, awesome. I, I got nothing but love for the early days. I mean, Ray of Light, even later on, was an incredible song. She's done, she's had so many different, she's such a great businesswoman. She's an intelligent person. She's, she's amazing. Now, of course, she's, she's living on like planet Madonna, like Michael Jackson did. And like King Ludwig III did. I mean, she's got that sort of nobody ever says no to me anymore and hasn't in 40 years. So I'm a lunatic kind of thing. But take a quick look at Madonna, what Madonna's looking like these days. Okay. Let's see if I can find a, a recent image. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the thing with the weird school girl braids in front. Is that what we're talking about right here? Like this one? That's one of them. That's kind of creepy. That's not recent. That, those aren't recent, though. No. Uh, she's not paid she's had, to let's say, work done and not good work. I saw Madonna walk by me a couple years ago at a thing, and um, and she looked great. She looked great. I mean, she was like 50, like there on the left of the top, that one. That one. Right here? Um, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, that's um, a little weird. She looked and great. And she looks kind of odd there, too. Oh, yeah. Right? And Like, her cheeks are definitely different, aren't oh, they? Oh, yeah. There's a whole lot going on there. So, she's... she's, But it's like... It's it, it's that weird anomaly where people get into this place where they're like, I'm not going to... I got to reverse the aging process. And instead, they, like, speed up the... My face looks like a bowling ball. Like, I, 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 like, I, like, like I have, like... My face is a sack full of rocks and with eyes, you know, and they do that. And they, but, but, a, but, a, but a clean, gleaming sack full of rock with eyes. I have to say, Mark, you know what? What we have to be thankful for is that our fans don't require this of us. That's why we don't show them. Our they faces. don't require us to, to even podcast. Yeah, they don't cry or anything right, from us. They right, require nothing. nothing from us. They want. That's what I like about our fans, Kevin. They want nothing to from do us. with it. They want nothing to do with us. Nothing from nothing us. From us, right? At all, they don't ask anything of us, Kevin. They don't even ask us to podcast. I some, like it. I some like of, it. some of the comments have even uh, said that they uh, wished I didn't exist. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kevin is so non, like non-existent to me. Right. I don't care if he has plastic surgery or not. And 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 in like kind of you know in in alignment with that type of humor, they also gave me a one-star review. There's, they're funny. Yeah, they yeah. are funny. I like those jokes. You know, they, they un, told, understated. And they told me I should get plastic surgery. Maybe you should get plastic <laughs> surgery and move to another country because they're going to try to track you down. Right. Um, and Taylor Swift. So I have uh, I have two daughters and my girlfriend has one. And they're in the sort of like 11 to 14 range. 
And uh, last Friday night, they went to see the Taylor Swift movie, and they haven't seen her live because tickets are ridiculous, and they're nowhere around here. Are they like a thousand dollars or what are they? Yeah, something. Two thousand. You know, who knows? I'm sure they are in the second secondary market. They're probably tw- three times that. But yeah, they're they're. I mean, they're, you know, plus you get a fly um, from where we live. I, now I have. First of all, I want to say this: I have a zero against Taylor Swift. She seems really cool. She seems really thoughtful. She really has her finger on a lot of pulses, and she seems. I mean, I wouldn't want to you know date her. Not that anyone would. Not that you know, with this after the plastic surgery I've had, right. she probably wouldn't anyway. But, um, um, but if you listen to her music, she's got some storytelling going on, which I think the kids identify with. But she's not very good, um, and that's what's really. It's and it's nothing wrong with not being not. Lots of people aren't very good, sure. and they do just fine, and yeah. that's okay. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. But what what blows my mind is not that she's not very good and that she has done well, because plenty of people do that. Right. It's that she's not very good and she is bigger than the Beatles. She's oh, the yeah. biggest thing on the in the world. Yeah, they like bigger than Michael Jackson, bigger than the Beatles. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know Mark, and I don't know how to explain it. I, and it does kind of. Um, you know, uh, kind of highlight one of the major things that I hate is that we give such power and agency to people solely because their face is seen all the time. Oh yeah. yeah right. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. like why, yeah. why, why do we, like, we have all the time and you know what? I mostly align with her politics. Oh, right. So yeah. So I, I like her politics. That's great. But I still don't like that people who say are good at throwing a football or, you know, kicking a home run or, you know, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like hitting a, a three pointer or whatever. I've kicked a few home runs right? in my <laughs> life there, Kevin. Don't get, don't get too, don't, don't, don't start insulting the, the home I run mean, kickers. Like when they kick the soccer ball through the uprights, you know, <laughs> but uh, like why, why it matters what a, a really good athlete, a really good singer. And, you know, so she's not really good, whatever. But why anybody is given, like why people give them more time of day yeah. simply yeah. because people like them. But at the same time, now let's let's poke a hole in that. Okay. So Taylor Wait. Swift is the biggest yeah. thing in the world. Mm. She took Tegan and Sarah on tour. They're both twi- twin sisters, and they're both gay. And they're and they're pretty big on their own, right? And they now I mean, they are. Yeah. yeah, they've gotten bigger. Um, and and I mean, I've heard of them for a long time. Towards the pop thing and all that stuff like that. But they're and they're cool. Their early records are really great. But um, <clears throat> but her, I think that Taylor's like let's see, look at the fact that Taylor Swift is is probably leans probably more liberal than she does conservative overall, right? And yet. Our country is like, like how many of like the, the, she's not the people showing up at her shows are not all raging liberals who are like, yes, gay people are great because of right, course this yeah. country is like turning against gay people and if and they've and they've stepped beyond that to trans people and my guess is Taylor Swift is fine with trans people. That's my guess, right? Um, and it would but, align with the rest of her politics. It would, her, right? So know, people. Yeah, social so what's really weird here is that like like people have you know people aren't really listening to her. I mean, some must be, but like overall with how much like negativity there is and and country talks to the right and she's not country anymore, but still it's pop and pop talks to the right still too, to some degree, certain pop, especially when it came out of country and Nashville pop. Um, And it's so bizarre. Like, like nobody, they're listening to her, but like a lot of things like the Trump thing, like they're listening to what they want to hear. Sure. And they're listening to like, well, I listen to the songs about the boyfriends that I broke up, that I'm mad about. Right. Not the ones where she's talking about like human rights are a basic, you know, basic right. And they should be, we should love everybody. Uh, what's, what's, what's the, um, some folks are born, uh, made to wave the flag. Well, I don't know what this uh, is. Silver Spoon. Uh, what is that? Is it Creedence Clearwater Revival? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeehaw! One of those. Yeah. Um. I just, gosh, I'd have to. Which? What's the name of that song? Fortunate Son. Fortunate Son. Well, all these uh, conservative politicians were playing this. Yeah. It's like what? It's about people. Like Donald Trump played it at his rallies. Yeah, right. It's about a kid, you know, basically getting things given to him. 
not having to fight in Vietnam right. because he's because privileged. Because he's privileged. How about born in the USA? <laughs> yes. Anyone ever really... I mean, how many people really pay attention that to That is not a rah-rah USA this song. not a pro-America song. No. It that is, is a, like, I came back from Vietnam and you treated yeah. me like shit and forgot about me. And it's and it's not an I don't love America song, by no. the way. Which is really, really what's, what I think, why I think Fortunate Son and Born in the USA are really, really these... Why they're great. I mean, even, Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, why there's greatness to this songwriting, to the lyric, lyrics, because they're telling you that they love their country, but their country, yeah, it, right. it isn't what it's built. And as. maybe the country doesn't love them. The country doesn't seem to love them very yeah. much. That's, that's yeah. a really good way to put it. Yeah. So, and the, and the paradox of that. And I think that what's wrong with a large part of the people who just sort of like rah, rah, rah and wave oh, the yeah. flag is that they're only willing to listen to one side of that conversation. Well, and and it's and it's not even, there's no there's no substance. Yeah. Like, like wrapping yourself in a flag, hugging it, kissing it, wearing it as a hat, wearing it as underwear, wearing it as socks, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that doesn't mean anything. No. All it means is you bought, bought a bunch of Chinese crap. Yeah. That was yeah. like, they were like, Suckers in the U.S. want to buy this jerks. stuff. Whatever. Yeah. I don't even like. Why would you wear an underwear for under or like a flag for underwear? Like, I don't know. But is that really is that not, really paying homage to the flag? Is that right. any worse than burning it? I mean, you got little pee stains in it. You know, is that really worse than burning it? <laughs> Some skid marks. I didn't burn it, but I got pee stains and skid marks on my flag. Is that not? Is that not worse? Right. No. No kneeling is worse, Mark. Oh yeah, you don't want to kneel. No, no, don't oh, kneel. Not a lot of kneel. You could no, like, no, no, you no. could have the runs on the flag, oh, but yeah. don't kneel. No, don't kneel. No, you can't even wear a pair of American box like underwear. You can mock American singing the national anthem, dancing around with your orange skin and crazy hair, but don't kneel. Do not kneel. Right. There's there's one thing you don't do. Yeah. And that's Neil. And yeah. I mean, if Donald Trump knelt, it would be okay with me. Though. It would be okay. Yeah. 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 That would be all right. He could, but he'd be. But he'd be kneeling for Jesus. Right. <laughs> he's kneeling to pray. Obviously. Because he's clear. Because he's a very, very. He's a very spiritual person. Now, you remember how he, he, like, he couldn't hold the Bible correctly and stuff, and he didn't, couldn't find any, um, you know, anything from the Bible that. W- like he actually liked well when he also couldn't right. yeah and he couldn't and when couldn't when like the christian any, right. whatever and, and like when they when they interviewed him the christian coalition or whatever and they asked him a bunch of questions he couldn't like answer anything going, well i kind of like all what do you like in the what he's, passages do you like the most i kind of like all of it he's like i wouldn't like to choose one because it would make the others feel bad yeah, i don't right, want I mean, john two twelve to feel bad because i like genesis three sixteen. it's just like he doesn't want to name his best friends not because he doesn't have any friends, but because he doesn't want to make the other best friends feel bad. Name all the black people you know. Right, yeah. And like have been good. Uh, like, and they I, don't work right. for you in some capacity, right? I don't want to name them because if I only forget any... It's like not wanting to put like like thank yous in your liner notes on your album. Right. I don't want to forget somebody. That's right. It's like really you just don't want to take the time to sit there and write people's names down. So 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 think uh, think about him trying to do the sign of the cross when he kneels down. The sign of... He would get it wrong, right? Oh, yeah. He would not be able to do it in the like, right order. Was it bottom up and right left or is so, it... Because uh, I, I went to Catholic school, Mark. Let me see. Let me think about oh, it. It's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like trying to retie a tie. Like just give me the tie cuz we had to do that in Catholic school too. It's still like I do it a few times and it comes back. I think it's top, it's like forehead, and it's like kind of like chest area. Then I think it's left and right. It is, and you know why I know that? Why? I have no idea. Cuz I did not go to Catholic school and oh, I never be- Oh, I know I it's do. your political career. I, you know why I know? I probably just because I watch movies. Oh yeah, and because especially, I think things are funny. So especially I wanna, horror movies. I want to know how to do that so I can make fun of it at some point. And so I can just like so I can just like a, oh, oh you know in some moment. Well, in horror movies, I mean the priest always does that, the right? Just before right? they die. The Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. I mean, there's a priest in both those. The Omen. Yep. These things are full. Just of... before the like the the um the lightning rod comes flying off and stabs the priest. Right yeah, yeah. Right? Where the priest <laughs> falls out of like the yeah. the, 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 the the chapel tower and lands on. On a spike, the spiked metal, like you know, a uh, uh, fence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just before that, <laughs> and then the nun runs up and goes, oh, 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 and does the sign of the cross really quickly. <laughs> now I don't think Bill Murray did the sign of the cross after the priest died by being struck by lightning in, uh, in Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Yeah. No, I don't think so. He ran away. Yeah, he ran away and probably smoked a couple joints because that was his thing it's in that movie, right? Or whatever. Just it is. to forget about it, like. Uh... <laughs> Bill Murray, where, where, oh God, re- let him rest in peace. 
Yeah, hasn't he had some not so good you publicity? You know what? I gotta say, like, and I mean this. I this is a weird. Not, okay, this is sort of like the topic of before, where you gotta walk like this is thin ice skating in, uh, in you know, in in Norway, all all, all day long. You got to be so careful about Me Too movement, and I am one hundred percent like let's like yeah. like let's like throw Weinstein and Cosby down a well. I mean those oh, yeah. dudes suck, and plenty more after them. Sure, and the whole vibe of that, and the whole world of that, I'm all for like getting rid of it. But then there are those that I'm like, eh, really, like really, like okay, it was 1972, and is and at the same time, like I'm not justifying it, but like look what like. Look what movies were like. Look what Animal House was like. Look what oh like gosh. life was like. We, you, there's a context here. It's sort of like saying like when 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 um your kids you watching old movie with your kids or your uh, that happens to me all the time or or grandma is like in her 89 years old and she's going like and then the black people and you're like it was a different time. Right. Grandma grew up in a different time, kids, and she says something kind of off color and you got to kind of explain it away. And I feel like. I, obviously, there are human beings who are affected, but to some degree, there's a little bit of like, it was 1972. Like stuff was different. Yeah, like, you know, movie, it, like music. Motley Crue couldn't exist today. Oh my god, girls, girls, girls. The stuff they've sung about and talked about and done. One of just, the Guns N' Roses album covers was. Oh my god, yeah, it's right? horrifying yeah, today. I know. Even at the time, I was like. And this it was doesn't, the, this doesn't seem okay, no. uh, right? But but they totally was were, the were, cover was the inside. It was like maybe it was the inside. inside, yeah, yeah. The inside gatefold was like it was like some like sleazy looking woman, yeah. But even the lyrics are like, what the hell? Well, it's like Spinal Tap, right? I mean, they 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 had it early on, mm. like the smell of the glove. He's oh, like, oh, it's like, so, what's wrong with being sexy, sexist, right? It's sexy. It's what's wrong with being sexy? I mean, you know, somebody like obviously everything uh, you hope keeps trending in a direction of more enlightenment, not less. Yeah. And so there's always these things where you look back and you're like. Oh, they used to throw virgins into the volcano or whatever, you know, like that was not okay. Yeah. But, but what am I like? I don't know that they did it they and did they it. thought it was okay. That's fine. And, and even like maybe I don't know, did maybe the mom and dad were even like, well, they needed a virgin. Well, you had a virgin. <laughs> I actually was reading a Klondike, I'm reading Klondike Tales by Jack London. Which oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, what well, I mean, what an incredible writer! And and last night, the 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 the, the short it's it's a set of short stories. And one of the short stories I read is about a woman who is in a tribe in Alaska, and she comes to the camp where she knows some sort of white trappers or like, and she just says, "Hey, I'm coming by basically to say goodbye because uh, they're gonna kill me." They're sacrificing me because there's been no moose and it's winter and it's cold and there's problems and no food. And so the, 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 the tribe medicine man has said that they need a sacrifice. They need a bigger sacrifice than a baby, which would be normal, or an old person, which would be other normal. And she says, well, you know, I'm like, whatever, I'm a kid, but I'm young, I'm, you know, but I, and they need, they, and I'm the chief's daughter, so they need a bigger sacrifice. It's going to be me. And she's, and they, and he talks about it in the book. And he's like, well, she's come to terms with it. Like, she's kind of like, well, it's just kind of way it goes, you know, I mean, it's like, it's what we do. She doesn't want it to die, right. but she's sort of like, well, that's where I live. It's kind of a contained community. Can't really get out of here. And it makes me think of that. It's sort of like what the acceptance of it, right? Right. Yeah. So I don't know why I brought that up. But but it is interesting. We were talking about something. Oh, the Me Too movement. Yeah. So it, it's always one of those things that's hard because it was not okay to be a racist in the sixties. Uh, and it was not okay to like lynch black people in the sixties. It was never okay to be a racist or to lynch people. However, <laughs> however, however, those things did happen yeah. and they were kind of like socially. Okay. Yeah. At certain like, times. Right. Well, boys will be boys. Right, yeah. That kind of thing. You know? Oh yeah. For sure. I mean, so, you know, again, uh, my son plays hockey and we're up in Canada and now Canada has a rule that is the kids cannot be in their underwear in the locker room. Okay. So they, you know, like they have to come with some other layer, mm. like maybe you have your underwear and then you have another layer of underwear over your underwear. 
I don't know. I don't know what would make it okay. It's it's kind of it's kind of a like I I was like it's kind of odd. Like I would, I could understand saying don't get naked, maybe you know like at a yeah. certain age don't get naked. Okay, I get that. But I was like so. If you have long underwear over your underwear, that's okay. But it's still, I mean, it's underwear. It's just long underwear over underwear. Or, and one kid was like, I was like, I was like, did you see the, the rules? I'm just telling you guys, like, you can't be in here in your underwear by yourself. So you got to like, if you want to change and you, you got to go down to your underwear, you have to go to the bathroom or like somewhere where there's a door you can close. That's the new Hockey Canada okay. rule. All right. And he's like, this isn't my underwear. This is like my athletic shorts. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, okay, whatever, dude. Because I don't know. Maybe he did have underwear under the athletic shorts, but it's kind of absurd. And it's in response to they've had a whole bunch of, just like every athletic organization, a whole oh, yeah. bunch of sexual assault mm-hmm. you know, problems. And they just and, don't know what to do. Right. And so this is like one of the things just- is, and I'm like, I, number one, you're kind of like, it's like, I don't know. You completely missed the dartboard with this yeah, one. You, yeah. like, I don't even know what, what you think. You think this is like a, a solution. I don't know what it's a solution to. Also, it's hockey. And one of the kids ended up with a concussion so bad he's out for two weeks. Like, is this the real problem this, with yeah, hockey? Right, right. Like that underwear. a kid is in his underwear. We need to find another way to because these kids have to change out of these sweaty, disgusting, right. smelly yeah. things. They can't just like wear this home. They're gonna get. They're gonna get like. They're gonna get we fungus. Had, we had to drive four hours home. Right. They have to change. They like, gotta change. Right. And they're, it's cold they're outside. Te- they're teenagers now. So yeah. you know you can't. They stink. Yeah, they stink like hell. I mean, they stink when they stunk when they were like when they, when they were like nine. They, I mean, Mark, it just gets worse and oh worse and worse. Gosh. You should see. I don't. I don't want to say anything about the, the, high, the high school kids here. But when the high school team walks past me to get on the ice, it's like you need to move about ten feet. When they were like eight, yeah. nine, ten years old. Right. Yeah, some of the kids' bags stunk a little bit. It's nothing. Like, it's the comparison is... And, and that, uh, oh, I know it, because I used to tour with rock bands. I mean, right. this stuff used to, every night, same yeah. clothes, right? Because you put the clothes and you'd hang them, right. and you'd hope that they'd dry overnight in the wardrobe in the back of an 18-wheeler. And they don't. Right. Cause it's dis- and it's disgusting. Yeah. And they would have to put it on every night right. and go back up. And, of course, we'd launder, Ugh. but you can't go that fast. I mean, no. you'd launder as much as you can, but you can't launder after the show. Right. So, like, t- tomorrow, you open up that wardrobe, and whatever clothes were on stage last night stink like oh, they've just stunk up the whole – what are you going to do with them? You can't – you put them in a bag, they're going to rot. It's I, it's amazing. Like, if you can air the things out and let them dry, that goes about 85% of the way as far as the smell goes. Yeah. Obviously, washing is better, but if you can dry the stuff out, but if you can't dry, can't dry it dry out, it. then you are screwed. And what do you do? You know, it's like right. it's one a.m. You get a dry, you get a dryer with you. And I've I've actually done stuff like that, but it's not easy. Like it's a hair dryer? Find... No, actually, oh, okay. like there's certain venues, big big ones, but yeah. have like dryers backstage. You can you can dry clothes. At least but, throw um, the stuff in there and you get them dried yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. But then, then again, that's another thing to do at the end of the night. Right. You know, before and try to remember to get them and don't leave them. Your best is you should throw it all in a plastic bag and tie it shut. Till the next day. Yeah, and just you should right. honestly just on, and, well then then you want you should just, incinerate it and you really. got enough money that you could really just throw it away every night like right I mean you could just buy especially for people who not like Lady Gaga who's cha- doing set change clothes changes but for a band that just like wears a black t shirt black pair of pants on stage every night you could do that but then it's wasteful and there's all the tour right. is so incredibly wasteful as it is so if you have a 30 night tour you just have 30 black pairs of jeans yeah. 30 black t-shirts 30 whatever what right? we did was we'd have like seven or something like that okay. and then you'd like you know you'd have to launder but you'd like launder every week. couple of days yeah. you know but yeah but anyway um 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 so so this is a I, I gotta be really care- it's a very careful podcast we gotta be so careful this is one of those really careful ones and I've had some whiskey so it's gonna be really careful how I right. present this so speaking to your like well the boys are wearing underwear this oh but this boy's wearing athletic shorts so right. it's totally different but they look they could even be smaller well that's why I said to him like you can't be in your underwear right. and, and he he's said like there's yeah, not he's like it's not my underwear it's athletic shorts yeah. and I was like Damn it. It's like, what am I supposed to say? Are you allowed to be 
only in your athletic oh, yeah. shorts without underwear? Or does it count as underwear at that point? Like, <laughs> So I live with four women. Three of them are young women, and one of them is an adult woman. Um, two of them are two of the young women are mine, and one is my um, my significant other's uh, daughter. And um, there's it's it's hysterical to me. So much is hysterical to me because, of course, I thankfully, of course, I'm not thankfully, but like you know, clearly, I'm I'm not like interested in young. I have I'm very happy with adult right. my adult <laughs> like relationship, and I'm interested in adults, right? And only one adult, and that's how I am. But. Um, and my God, I can't, I can't, I'm just like, it frightens me that anybody could think otherwise. But, um, but <laughs> we have these three girls and they're growing and they're going through their things and all that. And I'm, I'm dad and I'm dad and I'm sing solo dad to my two daughters. This, this is a movie, right? Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. yeah you're going to love it. Yeah. yeah you could come up. It's, you literally, it's you, very humorous. Is Tom Selleck? Yeah, well, Tom Hanks you? does do oh, an Tom he Hanks. does an appearance, but right. Tom Selleck is okay. the lead. But it, it was pitched to Hanks, and he he did turn it down. He he had another project. He was busy. He eating really babies. really wanted to do it though. He really wanted to do it. It's you could really literally just walk over and look through the house, look at the windows, and see the fishbowl of our lives. Um, um, so you got these three girls, ten. Uh, I'm sorry, eleven and fourteen, and their whole like they've grown up and they've started you know, to go through things in their lives. And at first they've been in situations where they're like, well, I don't want to tell dad. It's like, like dad doesn't care. Like that's not, that's going to, dad doesn't know the answer necessarily. Right. To, yeah. Like everything. Cause he's not gone through some of this cause he's not a female, but he doesn't care. Like he's not, he's not a pro. You can come to me. And right. I'll, I'll do my best. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not like, but they get the whole, there's quickly like a boy girl thing here. Even though I'm like, I'm the dad and I, I do everything else. And which is fine. It's 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 fair. But um, but what cracks me up the most is how many times I've been like, "Hey, girls, we gotta go," and they'll be like, "Don't come in. I'm in my underwear." And I'm like, and of course I would never go in. It's I've no. I'm just like that's 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 right. fair that they have that. And I've thought to myself, I've seen your bathing suit. Right. Yeah. And What's I'm, the difference? Right. And I've seen your underwear, and the bathing suit is smaller than your underwear. Like, I know this to be fact. And I've even taken issue with your bathing suit because it's a little smaller than your underwear. And I'm trying to be a good dad and not be overbearing and not make you wear, like, a In full fact, robe. everyone at the beach has seen your bathing suit, everyone right? Everyone I mean, at the that's, beach has seen right. more than you're wearing in this room right, right now while you yell at me and tell me not to, and I'm, and I'm not going to go in because I respect it. It is kind of funny when you think about that. Right, totally. Funny. Like, like, like all the kids in the locker room at the hockey game could go to the beach. Yeah, in skimpy swim trunks with no shirt on. Totally. But then in the locker room, it's like mm-hmm. they can't wear right. their tidy yeah. whiteies. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can't wear their yeah. tidy whiteies. But you could wear a speedo at the bathing suit, or I mean, at the beach. You can right? in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! In Canada, you can pr- you could wear a full on speedo at the beach. In fact, if you don't, you're weird. I wear a banana hammock. Oh yeah, yeah with the yeah, one yeah. the suspender version. Oh gosh, like man. Borat. You, you know, like like up. neon. Well, Yellow. as you, as you age, yeah. you, you thicken on the top, so you things slide down. I like suspenders in my ski pants. I have suspenders in my, my ski pants and in the banana. I like, banana yeah. I like a suspender. I like a suspender. I like to suspend, <laughs> suspend the belief that I that things aren't going to fall down on my waist. Yeah, you know, it, it's I, I do remember being a kid and um, going to like my parents' functions, and there would be these like old men who were. Like kind of round in their oh, yeah. shape, and I always wondered, like, how do their pants stay up? I don't, I don't still understand it. I don't either. Yeah, it's like, 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 how does, how did Humpty Dumpty's pants? Stay up? <laughs> That's why he fell off the wall. Even a belt at that point isn't going to hold. No, it's, gonna, it's, gonna it's just going it to speed up the falling off. Yeah, because it's, once it starts right, to slide, right now and, it's weight. Right, and and the belt is like tightening, right? Yeah. So it wants to go to a place of less resistance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um that's probably suspenders. He probably tripped over his pants. Justin Wilson. Remember the Cajun cook? Oh yeah. Red suspenders. Yep. Suspenders are actually and I mean and, and by the way, I'm not fat shaming. It's fine to be grow and be, you know, yeah. bigger, smaller. I don't care. But like but you do have to think like somebody's gotta deal with the fact that like, hey, my pants don't really hold up because I can't I don't have that like the waist that tucks them in a little right. bit, and um and and I th- and I think suspenders are one of the greatest things ever. Well, you know, it's a, I, I agree. 
I think suspenders are great. And I remember at like hockey, some kids, I think some people with hockey pants still wear yeah, suspenders. Yeah, you can see them. I've seen yeah. like, like. But, you know, um, I even think about, you know, men tend to be, even if you're thin, you're kind of straight up and down, right? Because there's a different, there's, there's a couple types of thin. There's like skinny where they're just, everything falls off of right. you, right? And, and so women tend to have hips. So that's where mom jeans are genius, Right? Mom jeans are cool. They're they just, back. They just they just taper up. At the, like they're not going to fall off. No. But like, do you remember the hipster low rise jeans? I remember trying those on all those the time. Things. I was like, they will not stay on. No, this they, is not going to happen. No. Like, I have a pair. They stay on. I I don't. I'm I'm a, I'm not. I, thankfully, well, in winter I fatten up a little bit. That's because your beautiful hips, Mark. Thank you. It's true. It. I, you know, I've been wait, I've been waiting a long time for you to say it. I, I've tried. I've I've walked through. Men I've, have curves. We go in the hot tub, and I'm like, hey, is he gonna mention it? You know, I know. Is this the day? Well, you wore that like high rise, like hipster. Um, the tiny bikini. The, the yeah. tiny katane. Yeah. yeah, like the tiny katane thong. Oh uh, yeah. That's amazing. You brought up that name. I tried to dance on the hot tub like you do. You know. And like little, yeah, that's hilarious. You brought up that name for anyone who doesn't know. That's uh, that's David Coverdale's wife from White Snake, who I think they're still still together. Might have really? just recently divorced. But, uh, but but that was she was like the poster girl for that type of bathing suit, right? I even remember that name it, to this it, day. It, it is like it is like Borat's, which I've never seen the Borat movie, but I've seen the pictures of like his whole like suspenders that go over. It. It's just the extension. Did, of did that. she have like the one that just covered the nipples? No, I think no, she okay. had. Well, maybe because those were that. That I was don't like think so. that was the best, right? I think it was more about the lower, <laughs> like that, like that super high. Because oh women, yeah, she had Just a high the, hip, right? So bone. The, the the like the whatever. I don't even know what you call that, but the bathing suit on the sides yeah. went really high. Yeah, like you yeah. could like she had super high hip bones, yeah. so you could go up and. Whereas Borat apparently, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen doesn't have hip bones. See, so, could so just go I feel I feel for those women that have no hips. How do you keep it's those things up, right? Like, like, like the Shelley Duvalls of the world, like the you know olive oil from oh right, <laughs> who's also in The Shining. I don't, I don't know if Shelley Duvall had hips. I have no idea. I'm thinking the Gilda Radners. Oh, Gilda right, Radner right. doesn't strike me as someone who had no. hips. She looked, yeah, she could have played olive oil. She was awesome as could be, yeah. but I don't know. No she hips. had hips. I don't think yeah. she had hips. Yeah. Speaking of The Shining, this mm. is like this is like rapid fire here, Mark. Oh, but, it's time. Um, oh. Uh, it took, we 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 we, took, we we started off slow. We did. There yeah. was there was heaviness at the front. Now we're but then we had some whiskey and now we're moving fast. Yeah, yeah, it's time. There to was go. um uh Atlas Obscura. Do you know that? Atlas Obscura. Yeah, I know Camera Obscura. But remind me of Atlas Atlas Obscura. The Camera Obscura is a cool is a good band. It's also a cool it's also thing. A cool thing. Right. Yeah. And we should touch on that. Yeah. Since we've mentioned it, for but sure. Atlas Obscura is, uh, it's a website and a podcast, at least about strange and unique places. I'm sure you've sent me this. Okay. And uh, they had one about the Stanley Hotel. Oh yeah. And uh, Estes Park. Uh-huh. And it was really interesting how. Uh, like Stephen King actually stayed there kind of when the hotel was in its down yeah. phase. And uh, I guess it was kind of creepy and not a lot of people staying there. And that's where he apparently came up with this whole idea for The Shining. And, and man, that is a one heck of a creepy uh, movie. That guy is... That, I mean, okay... So have you ever read On Writing by Stephen King? It's mm-hmm. fantastic. You should. I might have a copy of it. You should read it. Okay. I'll lend it to you if I do. Um uh, I've read it. I think I have a copy still. Um, um, it's extraordinary. He's so. Here's my take on Stephen King. He the. It's not that he he's a he's a great writer. He's got an incredible imagination. But I'm reading Jack London right now, and Jack London is a master of a different kind. He it's romantic. It's it's just it's just alluring. It's so. Um, it's so you want to be Jack London. You want to be in Jack London's story. You want right. to be that level of like ability and complexity and whatever. And whereas Stephen King and I and I and I mean this in no way. Uh, oh, anything. I only mean this positively. Stephen King, you he's you just. I actually talked the other day to my girlfriend. I'm reading Jack London, and I literally said to her, "I think I might read a Stephen King book next because I just want something that's just going to grab me right away. I'm not going to need a hundred pages to figure out the writing style. You definitely don't want to be in a Stephen King novel, generally. No, you speaking. don't want to be in a Stephen yeah. novel. And 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 this 
he just has this way of writing. I under like like that. Just immediately, you're like, I know what I'm. Do- I know where I'm at in this story. Where I mean, how many writers do you read where you're like some? You read and you're like, it's a hundred pages before you really get the writing style and what you're right. reading about. Oh yeah, I, I've read Roberta Bolano, I've read her, uh, Murakami, and other people where you're like, you know, like I, I like to think I'm smart. I don't know if I even <laughs> got the book, but hey, I read it. I read 365 pages of you know whatever Bolano or I don't know whoever else, and you're just like I, and then I have to go and read. I have to go watch YouTube videos and or or like read someone else's <laughs> synopsis of it to go, oh, yeah, that was smart. Yeah, that was cool. That's what he meant by right. the wind-up bird or whatever it is. Um, and, and, and Stephen King, one of the great things about him is that you can – not that he's like a dime store throwaway, but he's sort of like the that huge step up from that dime store throwaway where you're like, oh, this wasn't a throwaway book. He, but he had, but I understood him from page one. Right, where we, what we were doing here. Yeah, and a lot of books, I need a hundred pages to understand the writing style. For not hundred, hundred might be a lot, but like you know, sixty. There's some books that are three hundred and fifty pages where I need seven hundred pages to understand <laughs> to what's understand going the on. Writing style. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking last night about Ayn Rand. Our <laughs> friends had the copy of the Fountainhead. And I walked in. I was probably annoying as hell. I had to go out. I had to, I, we, I'd just come from a, a Neil Simon play, and I had a couple glasses of wine in me, and we were going for dinner. And they had a copy of The Fountainhead. I said, oh, yeah, The Fountainhead, and Ayn Rand, you know? And they were like, yeah, yeah, I just picked it up. I brought it home back from my mom's house. She didn't really – I just I just thought it would look good on the shelf. I haven't read it yet. We'll see. Maybe I'll get around to it. And I was like, you ever read Atlas Shrugged? They're like, no, is it good? I'm like, is it good? It's a really interesting question. Uh, did you vote for Donald Trump? Did you vote for Donald Trump? <laughs> Do you think that uh, Sarah Palin would have made a really good vice president and an excellent president? <laughs> right. <laughs> then, yes, you would have loved. Alice Shrugged. Alice Shrugged. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry. I got a little uh, uh, nutsy there. So, oh. Camera obscura. Uh, camera right? obscura. We have to go back to that because it's open on my screen right now. So, the camera obscura, the concept or that like the thing, was basically covering all the windows in a room mm-hmm. with dark, <clears throat> like black paper yeah. or plastic, right? So no light comes in. Then making a tiny pinhole mm-hmm. in one of the pieces of plastic or paper so that it acts as an aperture, like mm-hmm. a camera. And you end up with, on the opposite wall, an upside-down view yeah. of whatever is outside. Mm-hmm. And usually what photographers do is then they take a picture of that, right? They're yeah. inside the room, and they, they t- make an exposure of the exposure on the wall. Uh-huh. And that's like... You know, an upside down view of Paris with the Eiffel Tower on a wall with a bookshelf and door and towels or whatever. So that's camera obscura. But then there's the band from uh, Glasgow, yeah, Scotland. I know the band named need... apparently. I would imagine right after the camera obscura concept. I'm gonna need to. I know the band, and and I did see them in concert one time. Back at the Gothic, Mark. The Gothic in Denver. Yes. Way out on what, Englewood? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was in Englewood. Mm-hmm. Down on, is that Broadway? I think it's on yeah, Broadway, right? Yeah, it's way out on yeah. deep Broadway, yeah. Uh-huh. They formed in 1996 and have released five albums. The, la- the last one, though, was 2013. So sounds like they haven't done much. You know, I can't think of them right now. I mean, I, I, I you know, you wonder... I've seen a lot of stuff. I might have seen them at one point, but um, I know the band. If I listen to them, I've heard of, I've heard of them, and I definitely know the camera obscura concept. Scotland, though, where were they? they Glasgow, were Scotland. Glasgow. God, Glasgow was cool. For My a maudlin career, I think, was kind of like 2009. I think that was kind of like the one that got some airplay. Um, I wonder which song it was, though. Maybe it's My Maudlin Career. 
Um, uh, so I've, 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 I've experienced two camera obscures and they've always actually been off of a rooftop with the, like with the, um, with the, uh, uh, mirror. Oh, okay. And they, and they usually, they've spun, like they've, they've been rotating. So you, and on a flat surface. So basically, basically all what they all have, what they are is what, what, what the ones I've experienced. One was in Portland, Maine at the, um, children's art museum, which is now moved the old Children's Art Museum was like in this brick building and it was wonky and they stuffed it all in. And it was rad as hell. And now they built a new building and it's really, really perfect and cool and everything. And it's kind of lost. It's uh, it's great for kids, but it's kind of lost that like backbone. But um, and its character. But um, and there's a there was another one I think I think in Manhattan Beach, in Los Angeles, out on the pier, and I think I might be wrong, but um uh. Maybe it wasn't. Anyway, whatever. Um, so uh, it, it, it's it's there's a there's a like a sort of a um, dome on the roof, which slowly rotates and it's got a mirror in it and it shoots straight down onto a round. Oh wow, that's cool. Table, you know, painted white in the middle, uh-huh. and you can and you're watching outside as it spins. And the Portland one is the one I remember the most because it ha- it was in it was in the middle of. Portland, Maine, and so you would see, um, you know, you'd see like they they'd shoot down on the street, and so you'd see people walking across uh, crosswalks and things like that, and lights and cars and stuff, and you'd be watching them, but you're watching them on a on a table. That's cool. It was it was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and that's my my uh, my experience with camera obscura the th- the thing. There was uh, you know some some people. Um some famous people who have done this over over time. Then what? What's that? Done the, uh, <laughs> like a camera obscura, like, I mean, like <laughs> 200 years ago. Oh, you know, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, let's like, see. Did, did was, Matt Damon do a camera obscura timeline of his life? Right. <laughs> I mean, like, the, it was, the term was first used in 1604. And it obscures things because it's, it's um it's reversed right it's it's so it comes from the latin camera obscura or dark chamber ooh yeah so a That's darkened cool. room with a small hole or lens at one side through which an image is projected onto the wall and like your eyeball it's upside down it's so bizarre yeah and in a camera it goes through and it's upside down but then there's a mirror that projects yeah. it down right I suppose it's still upside down, but it doesn't matter because it's on film. In a digital camera, all it has to do is just flip it over for oh, you to view. so awesome. Light and uh, the world we live in, people go spending their time doing awful things, and look how cool light is. Light right. Is. You you could do cool stuff, or you could like do awful things. You could be a jerk. So I, I would say... Mark, and if you know, and if we have to end this podcast on an, on some kind of note, my 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 thing, my recommendation would be do cool things, not not terrible things. Yeah, and if you're like an extremist, that thing you're thinking that's cool, it's not cool. Right, not cool. Right. Instead of you know wanting to be a suicide bomber, go make a camera obscura, bake a cake, bake a cake. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Right, yeah, um, you know, and there's a lot of good cakes to bake. There are a lot of cakes that have never been baked. There are Man. cakes to be baked. Cakes to be baked. Yeah, yeah. And imagine you could be the one that bakes that cake. I, I really like that. I think um, the the title of this could be Cakes to be Baked. There are cakes to be baked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be like, so like I'm thinking of, um, uh, 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 was it, is it, is it George, who is it, whatever is it, like the, the, uh, the, um, the military poster the Iowa Oh, yeah, yeah, right. For the U.S. Army. The it's like Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. You're right. There are cakes to be baked. Go do something cool with your life. It doesn't, you know what the thing is? It doesn't matter if you do anything cool. It really doesn't matter. No. Because um, we can't all be Taylor Swift, right? No. And we can't all be Madonna. And they have done cool things. And that's fine. And, and but, but like, like, it's kind of like, what, like, we have we built this restaurant of cool. It's like stars, movies. You know, if you ever hung out with anybody who's famous, like they're not that cool, right? And they might be cool. There's some cool famous people, and they have cool stuff. But everyone does. Everyone has cool stuff, right? Do like they have Lambos. 
I mean, only that's that's a different type of cool. You, you really just threw off my uh, my cool meter. Usually, the hats like this for the Lambo, Lambo, right? Yeah, yeah. And you probably arrested because some crap crypto. You got arrested at least once, and you got a lawyer on retainer, <laughs> and he got you out within four hours, and now you're in the press. And your first and name got is Andrew, and your first name is Justin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that um, you know, it's something we have to impart part upon our kids. Actually, they I think they get it though. Like, like there's cool and there's cool. There's cool that someone tells you about, right. and they kind of PR it, and there's a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's cool. And so we're watching a Muhammad Ali documentary right now. It's um, we're halfway through it. We haven't uh, finished it yet, but um, it's on PBS. It's uh, actually no, yeah, it's a Ken. It's a uh, it's Ken Burns. It is Ken Burns. Okay, cool. That dude was cool. God, he was cool, man. <laughs> he was as cool as you get. He didn't know it at the time. He was just doing what he did. But he was just cool. And Ma- I, Muhammad Ali. Damn, he was cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, was cool. He float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. And every day of his life he did. And even when no one was looking. And that's cool. You know what I mean? That's cool. Um, well, we should probably go make some food. It's true, and um, there's a lot of cakes to bake. Is there cakes and, to be baked? Uh, be cool, not cruel, yeah, or man. something like yeah, that. Man. I don't know. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> this is our. We haven't said it. No. Um, yeah. Are we recording <laughs> with Mark and Kevin? <laughs>